Put your paws up. Cause you were born this way, baby. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of What's Your Jersey podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji, and I have a lot of information for you guys this week. Uh, first off, I am going to start with just saying thank you for listening and writing in. Uh, again, if you have any questions, comments, anything, write to me at What's Your Jersey podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and also, thank you for sending me your questions for our guest this week. We covered a lot of stuff, meatballs. If it's your first time listening, I call my listeners meatballs. Because honestly, who doesn't love a good meatball? Uh, more info I have for you is I'm going to be in New York City uh, the second week of April. So for any meatballs out there who want to come to the live Adderall and Compliments podcast show, uh, it will be on April 14th at 12.30 p.m. at the Slipper Room in New York City. And I will also be at Stand Up New York on April 16th, and it's a 7.30 p.m. show. And I have another show, and I can't remember the date or time, but I will post everything on my social media, which is just at Jacqueline Marfuji on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And I think that's all of them. Oh, and Snapchat. Anyway, I'll post all my dates. Now that we got all the logistics out of the way, I just want to tell you a little bit about what you're about to hear. I um, have a pretty awesome therapist slash life coach slash just great guy on the podcast this week and I've been trying to have him on for a while we finally made it happen and we went through you know a lot of his expertise we talked dating in 2018 we talked uh, tips on moving in together with your significant other we talk what men should do and what women should do when it comes to dating and just courting each other because times have changed people we need to step it up and uh, you know stop looking at our phones all the time we talk the the art of listening and reasoning and not just reacting. Uh, a big question a lot of people had was about social media and like what the common courtesy is when you're breaking up with either a friend or a significant other or, you know, like, what do you do? Do you unfollow? Do you still follow? Like, what's the deal? What should we do? Um, we also talk... March Madness, guys. It's upon us. We talk basketball. My guest doesn't really know that much about basketball, but it's all good. We talk about our brackets. We make some predictions. I talk Danny Amendola and Olivia Colpo and some more Just Enough Sports topics. I also break down the TV show Love on Netflix because I love it and I recommend it. So you definitely should be watching it. Again, not a sponsored post. I'm just a fan. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys. He is known as the Angry Therapist. He does online life coaching. You've heard him on NPR, The Atlantic. He's been on The Jenny McCarthy Show, Psychology Today, Mind Body Green, just to name a few. He has a new book coming out published by Harper One, basically about challenging men and their definitions so they can be better men. Um, and he coaches a lot of friends of mine. I was introduced to him through Gabby Conti, who's been a guest on this podcast. He knows all about life and love and he's cool he's no bullshit and that's why i love him so everyone here is the wonderful john kim john welcome to what's your jersey thank you for having me this is exciting <laughs> this is so exciting because this is our second try yes we tried once we tried guys and yes. my my sd card failed us Yes. Um, but, you know, they always say first is the worst, second is the best. I feel good about today. I do, too. Yeah, I think you know, we weren't meant to have a conversation that day. We weren't at all. Yeah. Guys, meatballs, I call my listeners meatballs, by the way. Say hi, meatballs. Hey, meatballs, what's up? <laughs> what's the story behind that? Is that a uh, thing? Yeah, kind of. Okay. It was kind of just 
it naturally progressed. I love meatballs, and you don't have to like meat to like meatballs. Like there's veggie meatballs. Oh, right, right. I love meatballs. Oh, see, That's I knew. Interesting. I knew we needed to have you on this podcast. Yeah, meatballs are amazing. Exactly. Um, meatballs. I came here. My SD card failed, and I almost had a nervous breakdown, which yeah. shouldn't cause a nervous breakdown. She almost cried. I felt so bad. <laughs> I cried the second I got to my car. Oh, you did cry. <laughs> yeah. So you ended up crying. Oh my god. I totally you cried. were on the verge of tears. Like, what do I do? I was like, don't worry. Just go, go, go do, do your next thing, and you're really busy. Um, yeah. But it all worked out exactly. So yeah. I don't think I was in the right mental state. Yeah, 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 yeah. If it, yeah, you were already your state was already all. Yeah, I yeah. was off, and you were able to tell this because you're an amazing life coach and therapist. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, tears you could kind of you could see someone about to cry, right? Yeah, I was like not. I was on a good one, but like not a good one. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I my empathy card came out uh, when your other card didn't work, so I was like, oh shit, we should, you should just go. You are so great about that. I feel like you you're a really good boyfriend like in crises uh i think it's subjective i don't know um i try to be you try to be even keel i try to be um i try to respond instead of react and i try to understand before trying to understand instead of trying to be understood so those two things changes everything if you could just focus on those two things so oh responding God. instead of reacting. Yes. Oh. And then trying to understand before trying to under, be understood. I like that. So if you just focus on those two, um, and then, you know, of course, th- thoughtful and and then don't make it about you. <laughs> I know. It's just so hard. I feel like yeah. I've heard you say that um, boys react. Yes. Men. Respond. Respond. Yeah. And I was a boy for most of my life. So most people, yeah, you're walking reaction from um, whatever triggers you and whether it's anger, jealousy, whatever it is. And so most people react and they're not thinking about how their actions, words um, affect the other person and also the dynamic of the relationship. So when you have two people reacting, it's just, I mean, what do you do with that? You know, No one's listening to each other. No one's listening to each other. No one's feeling safe. No one's feeling heard. And so it doesn't produce glue. It, it, it like flips the magnet. Right, and that's how people start drifting. Wow, I wasn't even planning on getting into this advice yet, yeah. but it's happening. It's happening. It's so live. responding, listening, responding, and what was the other thing? Understanding? Uh, trying to understand before okay. trying to be understood. Uh, I think most of us are coming up with our um, angle, our perspective, our reason, whatever it is, bef- while the other person is still talking. You know what I'm saying? And they're it, not listening. And you're not listening, but you're... Especially if you know someone, especially if you're intimate with that person and you guys are always playing tug of war and you're arguing, once an argument starts happening, you're already thinking about the argument. You're already thinking about what your take's going to be or how you're going to convince someone of something and you're not listening to the other person, you know? Oh, totally. Yeah. That's why I find like, not that I try to intimidate people a lot or I think the scariest people are the ones that are still and quiet and actually focusing on you. Oh, why is that scary? Because they're listening to you, oh. and their response to you is going to be so much more like thoughtful. cutthroat and thoughtful, pa- powerful, powerful right, right. than someone just like waiting their turn yes, to just yes. lose it yes. and freak out. Because they're just you. like broken records. Oh, totally. Yeah. No, and nothing's accomplished. I like that. You know what has been accomplished? Um, guys, we, we made it to our just enough section. <laughs> it didn't take us long to get there. Let's do it. <laughs> it's a little icebreaker for anyone that's new to the What's Your Jersey podcast. Just enough with Jacqueline is basically just enough sports or mm. entertainment, pop culture for the week. So anyone can talk about it around, you know, the office, the schoolyard. I don't know if I have a lot of school kids listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> if not, don't tell your parents <laughs> if so. Um, so John, March Madness is upon us. Yeah, so I have to admit yes. that um, I'm, I'm not a, I'm athletic, but I'm not a sports guy. So I, I love watching football. Um, I was on the football team. You were? Uh, I didn't Where? play. I was uh, oh, not in high school. <laughs> but I was, uh, yeah, I, I just don't follow a lot of sports. I don't, you know, so March, when you say March Madness, I have no idea what you're talking about. You have no, okay. Yeah. This is basketball. Okay. See? Basketball. Okay. College and, basketball. And this is oh, uh, this is where they throw the ball into the hoops, <laughs> right? <laughs> Running oh around the courts. Oh, my God. Meatballs. Any chicks listening are probably relating to you so hard. Yeah. Okay. I, I know yes. what basketball is. Okay. This is, yes. You know what basketball is. Yes. This is when they throw it in the hoops. I don't know that much. 
that that's a little bit less than what I know. Yeah. Uh, but I printed out a bracket for mm-hmm. you guys. So it starts, this podcast is coming out tomorrow. So it starts this morning. Wow. Okay. Basically. So most of you will have your brackets done by this point, but I feel like it's almost such a crapshoot when you're mm. filling out your bracket. Like it's so easy. I just went through and this is what you meatballs can do. Holy just, shit. That's intense. Oh, there's so many schools, but there's a lot that are front runners. Like I definitely would pick Gonzaga. So I picked and meatballs quote me. We're going to figure this out at the end of March Madness. If I was right, I picked either Gonzaga Kentucky or my alma mater University of Rhode Island to win it because they're doing really well this season. Wow. So those are my three picks. So I want to know, I'm, I'm putting John on the spot. If okay. you had to look at all of these and you could pick a place you like to vacation or maybe a place that one of your loved ones is from, or if you know someone's uniform, you can even pick that. It, that's the easiest part. You just have to write it out. Just go print out your bracket and just pick teams. Just do it. It's not too late. Sure. So what are your top three picks? Um, I'm going to go and with... tell us why. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with San Diego. Is it San Diego? Mm-hmm. San Diego one. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with San Diego. I'm going to go with uh, Georgia. Georgia. I like it. I picked Georgia. You point. did pick Georgia. And yes. Then, um, and then look over here, too. We got the East Coast in there. <laughs> I love that you just said Pittsburgh. Our uh, guest last week was a big Pittsburgh oh, fan. Oh, really? Yeah, so we have a lot of Pittsburgh listeners. Hello, Pittsburgh listeners. Let's go Boston. Boston. Okay, yes. so we got Georgia, we got San Diego, and Boston. And Boston. All yeah. right, John. I'm going to I'm going to write this down. Okay. I'm going to hold you to it. Yeah, they're going to dominate. I could feel it. I feel like we need to like make a bet. You oh. Okay. What do you want to bet? <laughs> okay. John lives, and I'm right by a really cool place that I'm not going to lie, guys. Um, one of the famous Ryans. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Yes. Yes. Frequents All a lot. Time. Wait, did you go to the restaurant? I haven't been there oh, yet. Oh, you got to go there. I know. I have to go. Yeah. So how about if one of your teams wins, yeah. I have to buy you... Do you like martinis or do you like wine? Uh, oh, God. I, neither. But I'll, <laughs> uh, if I had to pick a martini, I guess. A martini. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. I will buy you a martini. Okay. And if I win, you have to buy me a bottle of wine. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay. <laughs> sure. Done. I have no faith in either of our picks. So okay. I don't, I'm not worried about this. But meatballs, you should do this with either your friends and it's going to make the whole month of March much more fun. Um, also... A new headline, uh, Olivia Colpo. Do you know who that is? I do not. Okay, Olivia Colpo. She was in the Miss Universe or Miss USA pageant years ago. Now okay. she's a model. I would say she's more of like a fashion influencer right. host type. She has um, bone structure that just murders. It's just uh, flawless. Right. Okay. She is dating Danny Amendola, who is a player for the New England Patriots. Mm, okay. Okay, they're a beautiful couple. I had the biggest crush on Danny Amendola for many years. I've moved on, but Danny just signed with the Miami Dolphins, a $12 million contract. Ooh. I know, this is a big deal for you, John. How are you feeling about this? Uh, I'm listening. I'm t- this is all information. It's this great. is all new to it's you. Like I'm, yeah. And now this is just enough information. You can share this. So they like to share a lot of bikini photos. They just shared all these pictures. They're on vacation in the Bahamas right, right. now, and she posted a caption, love, dot, 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 is my drug. And so, and they're both so goddamn hot and they look so good in the pictures, but not like cheesy hot. They're mm. just like really fit, right. like healthy right, right, people. Right. So you don't hate them. You're just kind of like, wow. Yeah. It's fun to look at it. So now meatballs, um, I think we should just say thank you to Danny Amendola because I feel like now that they're in Miami, we're going to get a lot more of these photo sessions. Oh, I see. Right. Lots of skin. Lots of skin. Mm, but that translates into uh, inspiration. Motivation, right? Look at it can, that. depending on depending on your mindset. Because you could also see that and be like, "Fuck those guys." Fuck those guys. Yeah. And it can also make you like you're not supposed to like Instagram spiral and like scroll through all the pictures right. and do all that. So I think we try to we try to make it positive. I hope there's going to be mm. a lot of photo shoots that they show. Yeah. Um, good for them. I'm just happy he's not on the Patriots anymore because I feel like I had a love hate relationship because I'm a big New York Giants fan. Oh, interesting. So I was like really supportive of Danny Amendola, but also like fuck you, Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's your team? You don't really care. I don't really have a team. Where are you from? Uh, L.A., Los Angeles. You're Los Angeles. Oh, that's yeah. why. Yeah. I mean, there, what, who do we have here? You. I mean, right now Rams? you have the Rams. Yeah. 
The Raiders are going to Vegas. Yeah, the Raiders aren't. Yeah, There's, so... We don't really have a... And, uh, well, San Diego, Chargers. Yeah, but, yeah. LA hasn't been on... Like, the only team, uh, I mean, besides, like, Lakers, there isn't really, like, a big LA team that people are just, like, die throw, like flipping cars for. Oh, totally. There isn't. Yeah. Um, in the 80s, there was, and 90s. The Dodgers. Dodgers, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm sure. a big Dodgers fan. Yeah, Dodgers, of course. That season's coming up. Do you like to go to baseball games just for fun? Uh, my baseball games, I do. I don't like watching them on TV, but I like going to them. They're very fun. The whole, you know, the nachos and the helmet. Oh, thank God you the said wave. you ate that. That makes me happy. Oh, my God. Did you, You've seen that. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. I'm always down for a yeah. good nacho. Dodger dogs. Is that good to share on a date? Nachos and Dodger dogs? I think the nachos and helmet is a little too much. <laughs> Dodger dogs, for sure. I mean, you got to get the Dodger dog, and yeah. I think it's all about that and the peanuts and all that. I, I think, actually, a, a baseball game is really uh, would be a really fun date. Right? Yeah. Uh, but the nachos and helmet, and also cheese on your face, it's too much. It's like a you, lot. It's, it's a lot. It's gross. It's and a, your stomach's going to hurt. Yeah. you got to worry about that. And yeah. What if they go into extra innings? You're going to be, like, running back and forth to the bathroom. Yeah, and it's also you know if if if, some, if you're not into eating stuff like that, it's overwhelming. Oh yeah, it, it could be kind of gross. Yeah, it's yeah. like you you went a little too big for your britches. <laughs> like it's like dial it down. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, our last just enough fact, um, guys. I know this is breaking news for a lot of you. Uh, Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik broke up. I don't even know if I said his name right. I know he was in a boy band at one point. Who? Which one? Zayn. He was in One Direction. Uh, and he yeah. broke off from it. Oh, I so, remember vaguely One Direction. Right? They were around 98 Degrees time? Nope. That, they're like a decade later. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> 98 Degrees and Backstreet Boys was my... They were your jam? Yeah. Well, they were kind of the early... But they were like the first kind of boy bands, right? No, New Kids on the Block. Oh, that's right. Okay. So New Kids on the Block is my... That's, that's your, when I was in high school. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Who's I'm your like, favorite New Kids on the Blocker? Boy band member? Um... I don't know their names. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the one with the long rat tail, the one that owns Wahlburger restaurants now, who has a very famous brother named Mark Mark Wahlberg. Oh, he uh, yeah, not him. Not him. Okay. Yeah. Or um, let's probably see. the blind dude. The blonde. The blonde. Dude. Yeah, it was Nick. Nope. <laughs> Is it wasn't Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? Holy shit. Because I was a nanny for the blonde dude in the van. Oh, oh my God. I know. So that, that was Joey McIntyre. Oh, jo- okay. Yeah, Joe. He's a great guy. He's a good one he to seems pick. seems like a good guy. Yeah, yeah. He's still doing stuff. Oh, He's I out think there. I'm... Mi- are you I mistaken? I'm, I think I'm mistaking for... Uh, for the, them for 98 Degrees? There's a Nick in 98 Degrees. Oh, there's a Nick in 98... Oh, okay. Nick Lachey. Lachey. Lachey who yeah. was uh, Jessica... Jessica Simpson's yes. ex-husband, yes. Calabasas. Yes. I remember that. God, this is <laughs> Juicy all... Juicy suits. Calabasas. Chicken of the sea. Tuna, not tuna. Is it all coming back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vaguely. There oh, my go. God. It's like yeah. a yearbook. It's like a lot. That was 90s. It was, no... It was like late 90s, early 2000s. You were like, what, 12? I love you for saying that. I'll go with that. You were just an idea. That's perfect. You weren't even born. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, no, actually. I don't know yeah. these people. Um, anyway, Zane, he broke up with One Direction. While he was in One Direction, mm. he broke broke off an engagement and now him and Gigi Hadid they've been dating for a couple of years they just broke up he just unfollowed her and Yolanda who is Gigi's mom who was a real housewife of Beverly Hills at one point he just unfollowed both of them on Instagram how do you know all this because I'm here to serve the people I'm Holy here to report shit. all this that's amazing I want to know because a you're a man so I want to know your opinion on this whole social media thing. B, you're a life coach. You're a therapist. You have a lot of knowledge in the dating arena. Mm. Do you think it's healthy to unfollow, even if there's no bad blood, but it's someone that seeing them every day on social media will maybe upset you? Do you think it's healthy to unfollow them? Uh, yes. You mean like an ex-boyfriend? An ex-boyfriend? Yes. Even like an ex-best friend? 100%. Like someone that you maybe you've resolved issues because they both released statements saying yeah. very nice things about each other and it was just time to move on. I think in general you have to be honest with yourself in um, why you're following someone. So if you're following someone because you're stalking them or you want to see you know if it's an ex and you want to see what they're doing or you want to just use social media as, as kind of a way to monitor their life. Mm-hmm. I think you're just you're just um, hurting yourself. It's so it's like emotional cutting. Yeah, I think to draw a uh, visual uh, healthy, cutting. Yeah, well, to draw he- healthy boundaries, I think you should unfollow people that you want to heal from. 
Okay. So that could be a friend, that could be an ex-boyfriend, and you know, anything. A family member, I don't know, whoever. I feel like there should be something that you're, you automatically send to that person being like, I don't hate you, because people uh, notice when you yeah. unfollow them. Like, should yeah. you send something that's like, hey, we're cool, I just... I think that's fair. I, I think if, if that person is important in your life, like a friend or yeah. an ex, and, and you care about them, and you, um, I, usually they'll get it. They won't. They may not take it personally, um, unless it was like a big fight or something. Yeah. But look, if 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 an ex girlfriend unfollows me, I respect that completely. I don't. I'm, I don't start asking why, and you should. You like that's. Ridiculous. I think it's healthy. Yeah, I do. All right, I have a lot of questions for you okay, from it. the meatballs and from other people, but really quick mm-hmm. before I get to those, I've already listed your credits and stuff, but tell everyone what you're most interested in talking about in the course of your career right now. Like what really sparks your juices and all of that? Because you've been a writer, you're a oh, therapist, man. a life coach. Like what's your expertise right now? Um, I'm currently writing a book for HarperCollins uh, slash Harper One for about um about men and redefining um what a man looks like to you so it's not about me giving you definitions but um challenging men especially in today's time you know so that's been kind of on the forefront that's one of the things um and also uh this idea of changing the way we change in that um there's just well the internet skype uh you know, FaceTime, like all the ways that we now get um, help, whether it's through a therapist or a life coach. Uh, I've never had an office. I meet people. Um, just had a, a session the other day, and we sat outside of Whole Foods. And I like, love that. Yeah, it's like super casual. And I just rode up on a motorcycle, and we had a session there eating chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> it was like you're so badass. I love. I don't you. know. But I'm just, it's just that's just that's I don't know. That's just the. I think that's just the language these days. And I think there's a lot of therapists. Um, and if you have an office, that's okay. And if you have the you know the little waterfall and the silver balls and the couch, that's not going to go away. That's great. Mm-hmm. But that's not the only way to connect with people. It's also not as realistic now for people's lives. Me being it's, a perfect example. Exactly. Well, it's also expensive. It's yeah. I mean, all these things, you know. And so you I be putting money and focus into something else and sure. saving. And also the the social media is a thing, you know. Um, I was blogging on Tumblr years ago, uh, and I didn't know that it would turn into anything, but it turned into a full practice on like online. So I've seen thousands just via webcam. Wow! Which is everyone's doing now, right? I think it's totally fine. I think if people are able to talk and be heard, that's yeah. the whole point of therapy, right? And let's not let's use t- let's use technology as a as a tool. You know, like um, the idea of having a life coach in your pocket is amazing. That's really cool. Yeah. I, I, guys. You want one in your pocket? I want, I want a life coach in my pocket. Yeah. I need one. Okay. I'm right now, like, I'm going through, like, I was telling John before this, like, I have a lot of jobs that are overlapping because I'm, yeah. like, finishing up yeah. things and hustling. starting new and hustling. And I wanted some advice on how to stay sane and in the moment it's funny because when you said that i wanted some advice on how to um hustle because <laughs> you made me feel really lazy when you told me your schedule i was like holy shit and i hate that shit i almost felt hesitant like i walked in and you were like oh did you work today and i was like yeah and then i'm headed to work later and i taught class yeah. and i have all this stuff and i don't want to seem like i'm complaining because i feel no. like i've created this schedule well there's i think there's a difference between complaining and um balance and self-care and all you know uh being being concerned and and um putting yourself first as far as your state mm. um we could burn out very fast mm. and then you're negative or you're um reacting or you're you know all these things um so kind of being grounded do you meditate at all i've just started meditating oh, okay so th- that's also something i struggle with but i know um this idea of practicing distance between you and your thoughts because that's what that's what drowns us right we have like 60,000 thoughts a day and especially like when you're juggling projects and jobs you're thinking so much yeah. that you're you just forget to breathe you're not you're like you know i breathe from my chest a lot and i have to stop and i got to remember to breathe from my belly and uh they say it takes six deep breaths to actually kind of have some kind of effect not one you know people say take a breath it just say take six. Okay. Deep breath. And then um and get grounded and get 
present and be more mindful. And I think you're more potent in that space instead of um, when we go into our thoughts, we just kind of, uh, we become grayed out and we just become invisible. We're just running around. It's. I feel like it's like not working smartly when you're going yeah, yeah. from like one thing right, to right. the yeah, you're, next. So you're, yeah, you're not working smart. You're just, you're working hard. Or you're, yeah. yeah. Right. So I'm trying to get out of that. You should, absolutely. <laughs> but also just for your well-being and, and um, going back to you, you crying. Mm-hmm. It, I bet you part of that was just because just your crazy schedule things. I don't think you were crying or you didn't, you started to, I don't think it was because of the fact that your thing didn't work. No. That's part of it. That might have, that might have been like the straw that broke the camel's back. Oh, for sure. That was the tip of the iceberg. And I bet you there's all this other stuff that's happening and that was just it, you know. Well, meatballs, I don't know if any of you can relate to this and I don't have any children, but like I picture like a mom with like three kids and like going from like soccer practice to dance class to work to, you know, dropping the kids off from school, all of that. And one thing goes wrong. And it just messes up that tight yes. schedule for the rest of the day. God. And so that's what that SD card was for me. Yeah, it was exactly. like my fifth thing that right. like everything was timed out perfectly. Sure, sure. <laughs> I'm doing like really scary arm motions at John right now. <laughs> She's chopping things with her hands. <laughs> I'm doing the, you traumatized me, <laughs> Sammy sweetheart arms. And so I think it's when sometimes you need to leave a little room for things to happen. And also forgive yourself if they don't. Okay, so forgive yourself. Yes, a lot, constantly. So that's not a one-time thing. Is that because I think generally we're very hard on ourselves, so we create this crazy structure. You have your schedule, um, you're running around, and if something doesn't work, it's okay not to beat yourself up for it. Exactly, the world's not going to end. Yes, and if it does, it was meant to end. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're too hard on ourselves. Absolutely. Oh yes, actually, I um. I want to get into you your new subject that you're writing about, redefining men. Yeah. Uh, because I had questions from men about oh. dating now. Okay. And also I had questions um, from a few of the female meatballs um, who wanted to know, why don't men want to actually go out to dinner anymore? Why do they just want to get drinks? Why do they not even want to pay for dinner? Yeah, this is actually really interesting because... As I burp. Um, <laughs> is that why guys don't want to go to dinner? <laughs> yeah. Flatulence. They, it's, it's embarrassing. Like, what do you... Um, you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I think that dating is dead these days. I remember... I, I wrote this one uh, blog post about it, and it, and it was very popular. Um, not because it was so... The writing was so good, but I think because people really um, resonated with it. It hit a nerve. So when I was uh, dating... Um, God, I'm going to totally date myself, but... I used to like go wash my car. I used to have um, a CD changer thing, and I'd put all the music in order that I wanted to play that night. I'd go and buy <laughs> this is before the internet. I'd go buy a movie tickets in advance, which oh, was like yeah. a big deal. And she was like, "Oh my god!" Um, it's like you planned. Something. I, it was like prom. I'm not like prom, but kind of like it was. I would look forward to. I'd go to the beach the the, the morning and get get all tan and think about. Like it was a big deal. Yeah, you know. And I think that that's what makes dating fun and romantic and exciting. Mm-hmm. Um. Today, it's like you could literally go to the restroom on your date and find another date on your phone. Oh, God. You know, and I think people do that. And I think uh, like uh, salad dressing. Someone once said salad dressing. I was like, there's just too There's just we have so many choices now because of technology. Um, we're, we're not putting effort into each date and being present and treating each other like human beings. Do you think that only happens when you're dating a lot on apps? Like if it's someone that you actually met in real life, like I was reading, um, actually the story about Olivia Culpo and Danny Amendola, granted their publicist could have made up this story, but according to them, they met, they literally bumped into each other on Hollywood and Highland. And that's wow. how they met, just in person. Okay. Granted, this is heightened. They're both celebrities. Yeah, and but perfect. they knew they knew each other. They were the, they knew that they were famous. They right? knew like, that they yeah. were famous. So they were like, oh, and then. Right. But like, I think like I, you know, didn't meet my main squeeze on a dating app. Right. So I think it I, maybe we took more care of like the actual dating process. Yeah. Do you uh, think that's the case with people? Like if you meet in real life, it's not like swipe, 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 go to the bathroom, swipe. Yes. I, I think there's a difference. You do. Yeah. Um, but I do, I do understand, uh, when you meet on an app, um, you're not going to make reservations at the, at a fancy restaurant. You're not going to do something, um, cause you don't know the person 
you've never seen them. Mm-hmm. And also there's a lot of false advertising. So, uh, and I've been on dating apps and I've, um, went on dates with people. Um, most of them didn't look like their photos, yeah. you know? Um, and if that connection isn't there, you don't want that to be like a two hour dinner, of course. That's true. So I get that. Okay. Um, so but, that's what's changed a little bit. Yeah. So, but, but, but I think that, uh, there's a balance between that and, uh, but I've also been on dates where even though I didn't feel the connection, I still played it out. I was still a gentleman. I still, I still paid for dinner or whatever it was. And I didn't just like, excuse me, bye. <laughs> You're you know? not a monster. <laughs> I'm not a monster. I try not to be. Um, You're compassionate. I like that. But I think, yeah, I think today, I think, uh, I guess millennials, uh, because this is their language, um, they're a lot more, um, impatient and, um, because they have so many choices, that's just, you know, the world they grew up in. Yeah. Um, dating is just, oh, it's like, um, just shopping for what candy? I don't know. Yeah. It's like a gum. (laughs) It's like a dating is like a gum. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) do you want trident whitening with spearmint? Fuck it. Whatever. There's another whitening one here. Just minty. So it doesn't, it doesn't allow for that just kind of human connection that could be possible, you know? But I think it is possible still. Oh yeah, of course. It will always be because we're human. Yeah. Do you have any advice for people that are going through the apps and like online dating like a way to ground it, like maybe to set up some standards. Like, yes, accept the drink state. That could be your first thing. Like, you don't have sure. to expect the big dinner at first. But well, first, I want to say if you're on a dating app, because I get so many people who email me, who email me, and they're frustrated, and, and it's it's like they hate, they don't like the process. I always say it's like Ben and Jerry's ice cream. You have to use a really small spoon. Okay. I think the dating, flipping through photos. Um, I just had a session with someone who says he uses it to put himself to sleep. Because it's like counting sheep. He's just flipping through like Bumble and shit. Yeah. And I was like, that's horrible. That's not how it should be. You know what I'm saying? Well, do you? I have a question. Do you not? So just do it when you feel good about yourself and do it and don't, don't like uh, whatever you, app you're using. Don't sit there for four hours trying to find your husband. Okay. Because you're setting an expectation and it's not going to be fun and you're taking it way too seriously. So you're saying like be like only open your app when you're feeling good. Yes. And for, you know, 10, 20, 30 minutes, like, don't do it as like homework to find your one. Does okay. So it's almost like fun. Like dating is supposed to be fun. That's what I, yeah, that's the whole point. Um, and I think that most people when they're not having fun, but they're desperately looking for someone and they're not finding that person, um, then it becomes a miserable experience. And then when it's a miserable experience, you're going to also reflect that. So who's going to want to be around someone who's like, oh, fuck, I got to go on a date, you know? It's so funny. Um, as you meatballs know, I sometimes bartend, and there's a speed dating group that oh, comes in yeah. on yeah. Friday nights. And there's so many times where I'll just be sitting there. I don't say anything to these people, but I overhear the conversation. I want to be like, no, pause, <laughs> hold on, stop talking about that. Like, don't right, do right, that. Right. And the one thing I noticed, and I think it's a nervous thing, and I'm sure I've done it. Um, people talk negatively about themselves. Oh, really? You notice this? Yeah. Like, they'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so silly. Like, and I did this and oh, uh, I shouldn't have done that. And right. I think it's like a nervous tick. Yeah. I don't know how people can stop themselves from doing that, but I've seen it and I've seen it with the guys too, where either, well, no, male or female, someone, um, overcompensates and takes over the entire conversation. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where you have to, um, shut up and listen. I I think that there's an art to conversation Mm. and I think, um, a lot of people, uh, if they're dominating or if they're trying to prove something or if they're trying to show off, um, they're talking a lot and they're spitting out their resume. And it, you can't get to know someone. No. And no one's interested in that. I think the hardest thing but the easiest answer to that is to just relax and yeah. try to stay grounded. Yes. Again, going back to being present and mindful. Yeah. Um, asking questions, right? But also like showing yourself. You know, also telling Instead of making a, a game and fronting, um, show who you are, not only in uh, in words, but like just your energy, your the experience of you. One yeah. of the things I love about your work is that you you preach a lot, like no bullshit and not living a false life. Sure. 
Do you do that? I thought that was one of your things that you. No, no. I, I, I'm just. I'm, I, as you're saying that, I'm thinking about <laughs> if I'm practicing what I preach. You know, yeah. and oh, I'm, okay. I want to say I'm not perfect. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I believe that uh, we all have a solid side and a pseudo side. I don't know if you've seen Fight Club. Um, Years ago. Okay, it's one of my favorite. I've seen movies. Brad Pitt's abs. Oh, that's the first thing that's I the only picture. Thing you remember. That was it. Thelma and Louise. <laughs> and the rules of Fight Club. I think that was. No, oh no, he. Yeah, 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 he was. Yeah, shirt off. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, we all have a side to us that seeks validation, and approval, and that wants that walks with the veneer that wants to present ourselves in a way that's you know not true. Okay. And then we have our solid like who we truly are. Yeah. And usually with our best friends or maybe our kids or you know depending who we're around, we show different sides of us. Um, like with our boss, we're probably very pseudo, but with your boyfriend, you're probably really solid. You know, I mean, there are people who are very pseudo in front of their partners and that's, that's tough. It's so funny you brought this up because have you seen the series love on Netflix? No, I hear it's great. I don't watch a lot of TV and I don't, you don't know. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to drop a little recommendation at you. That's uh, Judd Apatow. It's Judd Apatow. Yeah, I hear it's really good. Oh, Apatow. Sorry. Apatow, Mark Rust. Um, and also someone I used to work with years ago at La Scala. It was very cool. Michael Macaron, shout out to you. Mm. He is now a producer on it. So we met when we were both like servers. Oh, that's awesome. And so the dreams can come true here in Hollywood. You know what's awesome about what you just said? Yeah. Is I mean, that's great. He's a producer. Yeah. But unless you're being fake, unless you're being pseudo, but no. I, I think you're being solid. Yeah. Is your happiness for him? Aww. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's uh, Carol Dweck talks about the growth mindset versus a fixed mindset, uh-huh. which is one of the greatest separations between people who are successful and not. Yeah. And so what you just did was a growth mindset, being happy for people who are successful mm-hmm. instead of having a fixed mindset, which is like, fuck, oh, that fuck guy. That. Yeah. <laughs> or, Why don't I have that? Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so... That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It it genuinely, because he's a great person. I know his wife, like they worked so hard and right, I really right. love seeing people that work really hard yes. and I can, it's funny because watching the series, I'm like, Oh, he probably did that. Like there's a lot of him in it. Right. Anyway, point being, um, and I don't want to spoiler alert. So guys like fast forward a little bit, um, but it's on Netflix. Now you can watch up until the series finale. Right. Like you can binge it. I binge watched to the end last night. And one of the big, um, things that happen with the main couple was that the main girl, Gillian Jacobs, she's so real and mm. so cutthroat right. to a point where it scares people. Sure. Because she's just absolutely no bullshit. Right. She likes to lie sometimes. Like she's kind of bipolar and she's okay. in AA and everything, but she's just very, this is it. This is who I am. This is what right. it is. And calls you out. Where Mark Rust, her boyfriend in the series, is the opposite. And they uh, go home to see his family for the first time. Right, and he's very pseudo or fake. Yeah, very yeah. fake. And the climax of the scene is she's breaking up with him. Right. And she's like, I can't do this. Like, you lied to me about this. Right. I didn't even know this happened to you. Like, you were engaged. What? <laughs> like, all these things. And basically, he's confronted with whether or not he comes clean to everyone in his life. Yeah. Or if he keeps living a lie. And the lies... I don't think came from like a bad place. I don't think he's a bad dude. It was just him trying to seem like he was doing well and trying to keep everyone happy. Sure. And it's fear, you know? Yeah. We wear masks because we are afraid, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, our, 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 um, the reason why, and this is a practice, the reason why, um, you should, be as solid uh, or be in that state as much as you can or I mean I guess the word is authentic is your whatever you have to give to the world your gift that's where it lives it doesn't live in the pseudo side it doesn't so when you're being pseudo you're actually taking from the world Mm -hmm. because you're seeking approval validation right yeah if you want to truly give as an artist or as as a bartender as it doesn't matter what you're doing um, being in your solid state is what's going to make you shine it's going to make you unique. It's going to turn you into a, a snowflake instead of a snowball. I love that. It's true. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. I feel like... But it's scary because that means that you have to show yourself and that's what people are afraid to do. It's so funny because I feel like there's a lot of successful people that are, you know, like a lot of people hate Jennifer Lawrence right now because they say that she's just trying to be so real and right. like one of the girl, like one of the guys, whatever. And I don't know if she is or not, but, like, I appreciate it. Well, I, I think um, if everyone likes you, mm-hmm. no one likes you. Yeah. And I think if um, 
you are really who you are uniquely, you're going to have people who don't like you. Oh, for sure. hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, if you look at some like, you know, it doesn't matter if we're talking about, um, Quentin Tarantino or like any artist, right? Mm-hmm. They, pe- people either love them or hate them. Like it's, but that's because they're so, they make a, they make some kind of dent. Exactly. You can't ignore them. You know, they have a point of view. They yeah. have a voice. <laughs> yes. And it doesn't matter who you are. Um, Steve jobs, like whoever, whatever, you know? Yeah. Meatballs, now, if, I hope you like me. <laughs> and if my haters are listening, thank you for listening. Rate five stars. <laughs> I hope I, I hope not everyone does like you. I know for a fact not everyone likes okay, me. Okay, because but that means that you had something to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know people don't like me, but I also knew some people are like me, so it's okay. Yeah. You know, you gotta not be concerned about that. Um I don't know Jennifer Lawrence, but she seems like from what I gather from her interview, she seems pretty like just herself who she is yeah she's and like she doesn't really give that many fucks right and the, but that's why people but that's why people don't probably don't like her because they're either jealous of that or yeah yeah all right we have more questions i actually had guys which i was surprised because i've never had guys write in asking for dating advice like straight single males wow. ask like what do they do to navigate the dating field in 2018 yeah that, i love that that's happening that guys are asking yeah. That's awesome. Because normally, and I love all my female listeners and I love everyone writing in, but they wanted advice for what they should do on first dates, how, you know, what's cool. Because I know a lot of guys that are actually still old school and yeah. like to do all the stuff that you did when you were dating in the beginning. And I mean, But you have to put, you have to package it in, into 2018. Yeah. Like I can't roll up with my CD changer. <laughs> I still but have CDs Playing One Direction and, and Backstreet Boys And all that stuff I mean I could but You probably Girls will probably like that actually Like go drive to the movie theater And buy tickets And have them in my hand They're like You could have just bought them on. They would just think I'm dumb Yeah or, or that I live in the past So it wouldn't work I know it's a very broad question For like dating advice For like guys But I guess I could break it down Into just, smaller questions Would yeah, that be easier Yeah Okay um, What's the protocol now when it comes to reaching out are you supposed to text or are you supposed to call a girl i think so i so i have i i met someone on an app months ago um maybe like a year ago and i was we're texting and then i asked her out on a text and she said no if you're gonna ask me out you call me and i was like oh that's interesting Hmm. and i thought that was kind of cool yeah that she actually drew that line um but I think that it's okay to ask someone out on a text um, on the first date. I think it's okay. I don't think the first date has to be some kind of huge announcement that you call on you. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's just how we talk, you know? Okay. But I don't think it's – okay, so here's the thing. I think it's okay to be uh, to ask someone out on your phone via text. I don't think it's okay to ask someone out via DM. Okay. Or Facebook Messenger. Or through social media. You got to bring it to the bring phone. Bring it to the level. phone. Yeah. So that's the minimum. Okay. And then the text, I'm going to say yes because it's 2018. It's just, yeah. And it's just how it is. I have girlfriends that are like, I'm never going to answer the phone when you call. Yeah. <laughs> that's the other thing. It, it, it's because people don't answer the phone. What's the, you're just going to get a voicemail anyway. I'm old school. I like to, before I meet someone, actually physically hear their voice. Yeah. That's something course. that just like maybe is a little, it puts me at ease a little bit. Yeah. And then also like just the balls to call you is great. Right. You know? Because yeah. there's something about texting where you could hide behind that. Uh, yeah. So, it, but so we decided it's okay to text. Don't DM or so. Facebook yeah. On, so on the dating apps and all the social media, that's not how you ask someone out. You ask someone out on, as far as the minimum requirement yes. to get on this ride. That height requirement is a text. Is a text. Yeah. All right. I like that. But it didn't turn you off when the girl set a boundary and asked you to call her. Did you call no, her? No, I thought that was kind of, I thought that that showed confidence and that showed that she actually had like, you know what, this is what I want. Yeah. And so I pulled over and I called her. That's great. Yeah. Guys, so it's okay yeah. to set boundaries. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly. Yeah. And, I, and that wasn't a bad thing. Okay. That was, that was a good thing, I think. That was a good thing. Because it's, it's, again, it's giving yourself what you want and what you believe that you need and you deserve and all that stuff. And I feel like once you start asking for what you want and you're coming from a truthful place, not just like a... Yeah, you're not coming from like an arrogant... That's not coming from ego. And also, she's not saying to, you know, I, I want a helicopter ride. Yeah. She's saying, I want a phone call. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Very so, different things. Very different things, yeah. So if she wanted a helicopter ride, I'd be like, okay, that's telling of maybe... I, 
that's not you i'm not for you okay now okay we'll go back and forth for the for the female meatballs is it okay or the male meatballs uh, whatever your preference is is it okay once you're dropped off after a first date or once you leave the first date to say i had a really good time either via text i don't think you should call like after you're dropped off but is it okay to say thank you? So the, I, I think a, a courtesy text is necessary. Yes. Um, but I think the thank the thank you um, hits better when you say it in person. It's a verbal thing. Yeah. Like thank you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then kissing on a first date, I think is fine if you're feeling it and, and you're yeah. in the moment. Yeah, it, but not if you're no. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you're not into them. So for men, no. don't be turned off if she doesn't like jump your bones on the first date. She chances are she won't. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and like I. For and I've, I feel like I can talk about this because I dated in Los Angeles and in New Jersey and in New York right. for over ten years prior to the relationship I'm in. Not saying that I'm in a perfect relationship, right. but it's the longest one I've been in. And like we didn't, not to air dirty laundry, but he's been on the podcast before. <laughs> we probably talked about this. We didn't have like an official like real first kiss until our third date. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure, that happens. And that was fine. It was almost more fun to right. have like a buildup of like, is it going to Yeah, gonna yeah absolutely. And so here's the other thing that we do, which um, I don't know if I should say we or I, but um, we judge people. So it's like, okay, um, like for example, a one night stand. Yeah. We go after that, but then if we get it, then we judge the person for doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So stop S- judging people and just let things unfold. Let things unfold. Yeah. I think it's okay to put on the brakes. Is that cool? And I think that goes back to boundaries and just kind of like going with what works for you. You mean on physically? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. You know what you know what just needs to happen is communication. So that's what's missing. Like there are no rules, but as long as you're communicating, then it's all good. Okay. So whether it's like, hey, I think you're great. I don't usually – whatever it is, you know, I don't have sex on the first date or I don't kiss or whatever. Just communicate how you feel and be real. And then there's no one, no, like, then no one plays games. And that's so much easier said than done. Cause now like I'm going go to go back to single self, like being a single person, right. I know it's hard to, and this, I mean, this opens up a whole other can of worms about like what's happening in 2018 with like me too. And all of that, yeah, yeah. where I think you do have to communicate boundaries and like what works and sure. what's like a yes or no thing. But also you don't want to seem too bossy or too bitchy or too needy. And so you sometimes like play like you're a perfect little Stepford wife in training. Yeah, but then you're not being you. But then you're not being yeah. you. So just be you. Yeah. And communicate. Yeah, that's that should be the default. If you have any questions, just go back. Just be you. So do you think because there is there are many books written about women being bitches and how men love bitchy people? I don't personally think it's bitchy. I think it's again just communicating what works for you yeah. and what works for your time schedule. I don't. Do men like bitchy people? According maybe to those a challenge. Books, they maybe, do. The, maybe, the, maybe the maybe they like a challenge. I don't know why. I don't know why they. Um, I mean, I don't like bitchy people. I don't either. Yeah. I mean, I'm drawn to like powerful people that sure, stand but their that's ground. Not, that's not cocky or bitchy. You're not, are you drawn to cocky people? Arrogant? No, maybe ten years ago. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but if you're drawn to powerful people, um, what's underneath that is passion and ambition, other kind of things that make yeah. them powerful. It's not that because they have an iron fist. That's true. Right. It's so funny. There was a book um, that was written, and I think I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast before. Um, the women that wrote the rules. They rewrote another dating book with their daughters about actually dating now. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And Which is it, probably completely different than... Exactly. Um, and some of the rules, I, I wanted your opinion oh, on this. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I printed some so of them out. So for the, for this is for the new generation. This is for the new yeah. generation. A, okay, I don't know if you talk about this, but looks-wise, this is what they said men mm. like from women. Right. And I think you shouldn't do a cookie-cutter no, thing. No, that's, that's ridiculous. Right? Like, yeah. just be your best self. Yeah. But this is what they say. They say looks-wise, um, men like long, straight hair. Oh, my god. A lighter shade, hair color-wise. If you're brunette, you get highlights. Makeup, they like bronzed, liner, mascara, lip gloss. Um, And then they put a quote under there from Mae West that is, there are no ugly women, only lazy ones. 
Is this a serious book or is it like a joke book? No, this is like a serious book. It's a serious book, but it has some humor to it. Some humor, that's, yes. Yeah, that's that's so... It's like, okay, that's not, calm down. That's not realistic. Yeah. And it's not true. They also say big three-inch hoop earrings, chunky gold watch, big sunglasses, cool handbag. Men oh. want to feel like they're dating a model or a celebrity, so look like one. Um, with texting, <laughs> which I like this, they say... Texting is to create plans, not to like tell stories and yeah, no like like giant dialogues, which yeah, is something yeah, yeah. I see people do all, all the time. time. Yeah, and it's like, what the fuck are you going to talk about in person? Yeah, not only that, but who, <laughs> no one's has, no one has time to read a screenplay on, right? on your phone. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. And not to jump back to the love series, but like I just again binge watched last night yeah. and the couple was being very honest with each other, and she was like, I don't understand, but every time. I get a text. I get so excited and to the point where I'll set alerts on my phone and get an alert that I set for myself and I even get excited. And That's funny. I think people the, are so addicted to, to the their dopamine. phones. Uh, yeah, and, absolutely. Is that what that is? It's a dopamine Yeah, because it, it, uh, you get a shot, a shot of dopamine when you get the, um, the like or the follow or the text. You know, it's <sighs> like uh, the conditioning when you hear that sound of your phone. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get mad when I hear it. <laughs> so much it's like the it's like the gambling addict who puts the quarters in the the um, slot machines just to hear the the sound. Well, they just keep putting quarters because they want to hear that one time that thing goes off and all that dopamine shooting into your head. And of course, you're making money, but so that's what. How do we um, have a healthier way of creating dopamine for uh, our brains? Then put your phone on silent. I okay. I think being aware of it is everything. Like okay, okay I think I'm addicted to. My phone um, giving like every time my phone, uh, it's like the Pablo effect where the the whole dog salivates when you hear the the thing. It's like every time you get a text, um, you jump for joy, and you realize it's your mom, and you get and then so you're like you're like going up, getting excited and getting down and up and down. And it's like okay, I'm aware of this, and now I have to just um, give it less attention. Yeah. So whatever that looks like, putting it on silent or. Turning off, so I, I turn off all my social media notifications because it's it's crazy. It's just too much. Aren't you afraid you're going to miss something? Like that you have no. to respond to, or no? That's no. just not. If someone needs to contact you or get in touch with you, it should be like a text, or they can or email, email me. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're very good at getting back on email. Oh, so. do you not use email? No, I do. Oh, yeah. I yeah. use all the things. Yeah. No. I'm trying to like not have my phone attached to me all the time, but it's really hard. Do you believe on a date to keep your phone in your purse? Oh, yes. This is – I think this is a big one. Okay. So I think if you're on a date and, yes. you, and someone's ch- checking um, their social media, hopefully not their Tinder or Bumble when they're on a date, but um, obviously um, if they're checking their phone – you know what's cool is if they're like, hey, do you mind – um, whatever. My mom's not not feeling well. She may text me. Do you mind if I answer this or something like that? I think is really good. That's okay. So you put like a disclaimer. Out. Yeah, but if you're like texting friends while you're on a date, that's <sighs> like so rude. That's I think that's worst. like eating with your mouth open. Oh my god, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. I think that is. It's, it's, it's awful. Yeah, like being on your phone on a date is, is is the worst. I mean, and please, I I feel like someone needs to call me out or tell. Like my mom the other day was like, "You're chewing your gum with your mouth open. Do you realize you do that? Well, gum's not that bad. Is it? Uh, she... It's not like you're eating meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, meatballs! I get them all over myself. I love them so much. Um, what about taking selfies with your significant other? Because I find like you're in a relationship right now. Sometimes there's no one around. Is it really sure. cheesy and annoying to do that in public? Or, like, what's the protocol on selfies? I think it's totally okay as long as that's not your complete feed of whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. That's totally fine. Yeah. Right? I think it's cute. Yeah. 2018. Sure. What about, okay, fun dates? Because I find a lot of people that just get into relationships or that they're dating, like, what are some outside the box? Because... I like to do physical stuff, but it it can also be nerve wracking. Like, do you do you recommend going to like a CrossFit class together as a date? No, I, I don't know. The first date, no, that would that's that, kind of too. That extreme. would be weird. But I do think out of the box um, stuff and being creative is really fun. Okay. I don't think um, so. It's funny because it's it's usually not the first date; it's the second or third that you could be creative. The first date shouldn't be too creative because you've never met the person before. Okay. So that should be kind of whether it's coffee or lunch or dinner that it should be kind of like standard just to get to know someone mm. you can't go on a first date jumping out of a plane it's like it doesn't i get the kind of extent but you, you you're 
it's weird. It is weird. It's you got to work up to that. Yeah. So like second, third, maybe fourth, you can start. You you um start injecting the creativity. Okay. Yeah, you layer it in. So what do you think is like a good first date then? Oh, I think a first date these days, um, it's just like uh, it, it's a. It's a general meeting. Um, I know it sounds very unromantic, but um, it's it's, okay. it's either going to be a coffee date or um, a meal, right? That kind of thing. Yeah. I just think that the intention and how you behave on the date should be old school. Okay. You know, what so saying? that's like really you said, good no advice. No phone. No phone. Be present. Do you think it's be okay to meet somewhere? Open doors. What's that? To meet somewhere. I think it's okay if a guy doesn't pick you up. And I used to not. Feel oh yeah, that yeah, way. yeah. When I was fifteen. Yeah, because to see now today we we consider that as a, uh, maybe passing a boundary or being creepy. Yeah. So you have to respect um, them not wanting to be picked up. I think back in the day, picking someone up was was the protocol. It but, made it more official. Yeah, and like romantic, like, like shivery and stuff. Yeah. But not anymore. But I think when you're on the date, there's a lot of opportunity for you to be romantic or like for example opening doors is never going to get old no. that's not going to change um letting her walk on the inside of the street sure all that stuff or that's great. um whatever like if you're at a restaurant the the, the um get it, giving her the better view i love that the seat, you know what i'm saying yes that's one of my biggest pet peeves is i've been on many dates with guys where they're they're checking out everything that walks by and i have mm. to stop myself too because i notice not just people like right. things that look good and I think it's really important to focus in on the person that's across from you so I try to when we're sitting down at a table you know there's a two top I let her pick because usually one of the seats you're just staring at the person and a brick wall yeah and then the other seat is like the view of the whole <laughs> you know and I think um yeah I think it's I think it's it's like open, opening doors you let her pick and then also I, I'm a firm believer that the guy should pay for it. Okay. So whether it's coffee or the first one, it's like, come on. If you're, if you, if you're getting like a $10, I don't know, coffee, coffee and cappuccino and you're like, let's go halves on this. That's, oh my God. That's just so oh, tacky. It's the worst. It's yeah. such a boner killer. It is. It <laughs> for is. For the girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For the guys. <laughs> um, and then if you're going to do dinner uh, and you feel no chemistry, just keep like, you know what? Then you just get to know someone it's a crapshoot just you, it's a loss for you it, like, yeah like be a gentleman yeah so i've been quote-unquote catfished and i saw someone who looked nothing like um she presented herself okay and but it was it was a dinner so i i could have easily said oh you know what like but i we i did the best i could to make her laugh and i had a good time and because it's that. practice well, I don't want to say it's practice. I just no? want to say that it's uh, it's being human and the other person um, has feelings. And I just say, you know what? I'm getting to meet a new human today and here's her story and what she's about. And that's a privilege and that's a gift. And I'm going to enjoy this no matter what. Um, just because there's no attraction doesn't mean that we can't sit down and share a meal. I love that. Yeah. So basically, if you're going to ask someone out at that point, if it's a first date or a blind date, just accept that you're going to pay if you do the asking and just have a – like make the best yeah, of it. Yeah, go through it. Don't, don't like – don't let it be contingent on the way they walk in yeah. or what they look like or – Also, it's funny. I was talking to a girlfriend uh, the other night. She had been talking to a guy on and off and they finally went on their first date and she loved the place they went to. I was like, oh, you're going to love it. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I'm just not that sexually attracted to him. And I was like, I always say try anything twice. And then, she wasn't sexually attracted to him? Yeah, and I'm but, like... But how does she know that just right off the bat? Just exactly. By, yeah, that's, it's way too early. And I feel like that's that instant gratification, like, nope, nope, nope. And you yeah. never know, and you really... Yeah, yeah. You got to give someone maybe a second chance. I mean, there's a lot of fuck no's, I'm sure. Yeah, if you see someone, you're like, she looks like my sister, or like, yeah. she's like no chance in hell. That's like a solid no. Yeah, then okay, we get it. But if you're if it, if it there's enough spark to... Uh, they had spark a good curiosity, time. Oh, right. Yeah. Then I... Because I, I really believe in the slow burn. Right? More so than the, the apple, biting the apple. Me too. The peeling the onion. I mean, if we had bit the apple, like, we had a slow burn. Like, I came here that first time, and if you were like, fuck no, I mean, this podcast <laughs> never would have happened. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Um, we do have to wrap things up because we both have to do all the things. Um, I want three tips for moving in with a significant other. Holy shit. Or one tip. Just anything. Okay. Well, okay. Well, no, I'll give you three. I'll try to okay. give you three. I want to challenge myself. Cool. Um. First thing is respect. 
You have to respect. Just because you move in with someone isn't suddenly it's not because it can't be like frat house, socks on the floor. You have to respect how the other person lives and then kind of meet halfway. So if little things bother you about the person, like, you know, hairs in the sink or whatever it is, you, you can't – you have to – like that's their living space too. Okay. I think moving in with someone is a very big deal and it's telling. Like shit's going to come up. Oh, yeah. It's, it's everything, right? So um, number two, don't let it get so comfortable where it affects the relationship where you guys are now like siblings. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like still make it exciting. Meaning like don't go into the bathroom – while, like don't brush your teeth while the other person's going to the bathroom. Yeah. Like you know, like there's still set some boundaries. Like don't I love that. Why who people do that? People I'm like do why? It, they're like too comfortable. I'm like no. Yeah, I, maybe like peeing, I don't know, but like not dude, not number 2. No. On, it, that's even if you're married and you've been together with together with like 20 years, like don't. It's so funny. My main squeeze and I talked about an incident that happened in a hotel room on the podcast okay. um in New Orleans and and I like made him leave the room and my mom sure. texted me and she was like, I still make your father leave the house if I ever have to go number two. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know, I don't know about leaving the house. <laughs> I know. But, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, I think so those kind of boundaries are okay, really Okay, so important. boundaries, boundaries, respect. respect. Um, Anything else? Do you think it's okay to just Be clean and considerate. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. That's, I guess that falls under respect. Because I always, yeah, no, I think that's true. I'm going to say the three C's to make it kind of cool. Clean, considerate, and communicate. Ooh, clean, yeah. considerate, and yeah, it's a little box set. I love it. That's amazing. God, you've been so helpful. I want to have you back on. Ugh. Is there anything you've learned in your research right now about men that you can give us that um, you didn't think was a thing? It's uh, the book will be out in about ten months, and it'll be it'll be wide, it'll be everywhere. Okay. Uh, so I'm super excited. It's more of um, challenging men, all areas of their life. Um, just to challenge them with their definitions and and it's a reboot this is a re- great a repositioning yeah it's just, just to start a conversation so it's kind of funny it's a lot of my story it's a lot of uh, stuff that i've learned with clients um just my whole man journey i love man journey man journey that's great is it i um before i ask you to pimp yourself out and tell everyone how they can find you or get in touch with you do you have any advice for people that are looking for a therapist in their area that might not be in los angeles or might not have access to like a I don't, I don't. Sure. Uh, we, I have a, we have, we have a company called journey, J R N I. Okay. Dot co, not dot com. It's just, uh, just cause it's so common now. It's a, but it's J R N I journey dot co. And we have, all, we have like 200 live coaches. We have therapists, you know, we have, so. So the, it's possible. It's possible. And it's, there's a whole directory and it's, yeah. And it's affordable. So check that out. And if you find you don't click with a therapist, is that okay? Yeah. Uh, Yes, but I, I I do encourage two, not one session. Okay. Yeah, most people give up too soon, um, but it's totally fair that if you don't have, because I think a lot of times finding a therapist is more about the chemistry, okay, not so much like how much they know. It's not about that. So, you got to have that like chemistry with your therapist, where just like this 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 person can really. Is impact. it like you feel like they understand you? It's whatever you decide chemistry looks like. Okay. I mean, not sexual chemistry. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Um, Do you want to bone your therapist or not? (laughs) I think that happens often too. I do feel like that happens often. Also, the difference between if someone needs a life coach or if they need a therapist. Oh, interesting. That's a great question. I love that. Yeah. Like where, because, you know, like some, someone like me who like feels like they're all over the place, but I don't necessarily feel like I need to like resolve past issues, but I need some focus and direction. So So therapy is more from like, um, I would say from suffering the baseline. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, you're going to dive something into your past. And, you know, if you're like depressed or, you know, um, life coaching is more from baseline to thriving. So it's like, you know, structure um, for you, maybe working on balance, mm-hmm. you know, but they also overlap because as a life coach, you might be talking about structure and then suddenly we're talking about stuff that happened with your dad or whatever, which is totally fair, you know, yeah. so they kind of overlap. They do. Um, but generally speaking, therapy is more um, clinical more about the past, more about um, processing feelings, subconscious stuff, and then life coaching is more it's like, okay, what can we do tomorrow? What can we do from now forward to make you thrive? I love that. Yeah. I love both of those things. Did I would ever... like, yeah, I'd, I'd have both. That's great. If you could afford it, why not? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'd have ever... a whole team. <laughs> I just need a team. That's yeah. it. No big deal. Did you ever see the series Tell Me You Love Me no. on HBO? No. <gasps> 
John. I haven't, I haven't, I've, so I haven't watched television like in 10 years. All right. Well, there's HBO now. I have to catch up. I Tell know. Me You Love Me is centered on a therapist and all the different oh. people that, um, it's a great series. Anyway, uh, pimp yourself out. Tell everyone how they can find you and the name of your uh, book and just, all that. Um, the Angry Therapist. The Angry yeah, Therapist. across the board. Across the board. Yeah. Just at The Angry Therapist. Well, thank you so much for thank being here. Thank you for having here. me. This is so fun. I we love it. We did it. Yeah, we did it. We did the thing. It was meant to happen tonight. I know. It right. was. You're right. Awesome. And March Madness. Who are you picking? You picked San Diego. San Diego, Georgia. Georgia. And, and Boston. Boston. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you, I have... You're going to owe me wine. <laughs> I'm gonna... A martini. No, you get a martini. That's right. Cool. Well, I'll see you at the end of March. <laughs> All right, meatballs. All right. Thanks thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's going to wrap it up, guys. Again, I'm not an expert at this whole dating thing. I believe me, have had ups and downs and I just really appreciate you all listening and sharing your stories with me and I hope we gave you some insight and if not, write in again to what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com with any questions or just say hi. I like saying hi to you guys. I like connecting with you. And please remember, if you're in New York or you want to go to New York, come to the Adderall and Compliments live podcast show on April 14th at the Slipper Room. I'll be there. A bunch of my friends will be there. It'll be really fun. Or come to Stand Up New York on April 16th at 7.30 p.m. Anyway, I'll post all the shows on social media at Jacqueline Marfuji. Please, please, please just keep, you know, rating and reviewing and sharing with your friends. I so appreciate it. And that's how I keep this podcast going. Meatballs, you're the best. I hope you have an amazing St. Patrick's Day and a great weekend. And I'll catch you on the flip side. I'm Jacqueline Marfuji. And this is What's Your Jersey Podcast. Podcast. Bye. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars.